Hello everybody, welcome to the Grandest Stage. Uh, we are your favourite WrestleMania retrospective podcast. My name is Neil, I'm joined by Chris again. Hello. Uh, how are you doing, Chris? I'm perfectly fine. I'm oh. a perfectly fine individual. Okay. Who is not hungover in the slightest <laughs> and does not have two drinks to see him through this podcast. <laughs> so, um, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. We are going to take a little bit of a break from WrestleMania. Uh, we're not, not going to cover WrestleMania 18 this week. <clears throat> Uh, a couple of reasons. First of all, Chris has been on a bender all day yesterday. Uh, I am having technical issues viewing the thing. And I've also... watched most of it. Okay. I'm about an hour from the end. And, yeah, I went out yesterday. Yeah. I could have watched it this morning when I was lying in bed feeling sorry for myself. But as you haven't been able to watch it, I didn't think there was any point. You're an absolute goon. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so, we've not re- so we've not really been able to... Not only that... You know, it's good to break it up every so often as well. We're about the midpoint. I think WrestleMania 18 is the midpoint of WrestleMania so far. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to take a bit of a break. Talk about what we've been, talk about what we've been up to over last week. Or so since we were last with you guys, and uh, talk about what's coming up, and also just have a look back at what we've looked at so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into that, do you have anything that you want to discuss, reveal, or share? Discuss, reveal, or share. Yeah. Um, I had an idea earlier. Right. Brace yourselves. <clears throat> I don't know if we should do it for this one because I haven't prepared anything. But I wanted to talk about wrestlers and films. Okay. So like, I think the first one I saw was um, No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. And it's awful. <laughs> um, but then, like, some of them have got really good. Like, I liked the one with Triple H in when he was. Oh, the... bl- uh, Blade? No, he was. it was one of the WWE oh, films. Oh, the, sh- the Chaperone. It wasn't the Chaperone, it was something else. It was like In Too Deep or something like that. That was Edge, wasn't it? No. I don't think I've seen that one. Might not be In Too Deep. That might be something else. <laughs> See, I told you I haven't done any preparation for it. <laughs> I just have a DVD with Triple H as a cop. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and it's quite good. Fair enough. And then there's like the Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Condemned is great. I really like the Condemned. Um, but yeah, I the... think we should do an episode on wrestling films at some point. We definitely could. Um, Kevin Nash was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Kevin Nash was also in Punisher. Yes, were they? Punisher. Yeah, the one with John Travolta. I did. I don't remember that. Um, I can't remember the guy who does who plays Punisher in that. I know what you mean. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know the? Oh, big... Tom Jane. The big dude who like fights him in his own apartment building. Yeah. That's Kevin Nash. Oh right. Okay. He was also in a film called Santa's Sleigh, I think. That was Goldberg. Was that Goldberg? That was Goldberg, I've seen that. I haven't seen the film, I've seen pictures of it. What is Where Santa goes on a rampage. Yeah. Yeah, that's Gold that's Goldberg. Kevin Nash is in a Christmas film then. And he plays like a bad Santa. <laughs> it isn't bad Santa. Um and he's also um I think he plays Odin in a, th- a really, really shit Thor film. All right. That was like made for TV. Probably saw him do Oz, didn't they, one day? He's pretty much dressed like that. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, okay, well we'll uh, we'll do that another time. Um, so that's a brief insight of what's to come in a future episode. Yep. So last week we were at uh, Fight the Good Fight in Manchester. Yes, we, we, were. we possibly did something else, but as we discussed yesterday, we can't remember what it was. Um, I think we did Tidal since we last recorded, maybe. 
Yes. Uh, did we record? Oh, yeah, this is unprofessional. Did we did we record the day we went to Southside? I think so. Ah, so we haven't. Yeah, so we did Southside, the Southside anniversary. Yeah. And we did uh, Tidal, the letter. Yes. We'll talk about Fight the Good Fight since I've already brought that up. That was in Manchester last week. It was. Uh, it was uh, Fairfield Social Club, all for a great cause for Manchester Mind and Papyrus UK, uh, suicide prevention charity. Um, it was just great fun. We had an absolute blast of, uh, of an afternoon there. Um, highlight mm, for me, tough one between Wing Commander Nash uh, doing what he does best and Chris Egan winning the Rumble. I thought it was great as well. Yeah, I liked the return of Sexy Kev. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other guy's name? Don Don Black. Don Black. The Pork of York. Yes. Uh, they they were something to see weren't they yeah um I don't see much because he's like more sort of based like out right around york and stuff he does things like rise and uh true grit were based in york um but he does um i don't know if you're current if he did this year but he's done uh, like the one more round stuff as well before uh it was really entertaining um really good um but it was it was great it was great from start to finish we did um so we had this, we had a scramble match that were what we mentioned wing commander nash getting the win um, doing the uh, spot where he overshoots the splash um, will never not be Chocks away. <laughs> You're about to experience turbulence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a match featuring Tom Thelwell, Damon Lee, uh, Rio, uh, Jenny B. Am um, I missing anyone off there? Thelwell, miss- Rio, um, Jenny B, Wing Commander Nash. Oh, Sandy Beach. Sandy Beach. And, and, and Paul the Shark. Damon Lee? I mentioned him, Lee. Did you think? Yeah. 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 Mm. That so, shark yeah. thing's weird, man. <laughs> Good on Sandy Beach to take both the girls to the bar and buy them water. Yeah. Well, he didn't have his card, did he? So he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't buy. It was a card-only bar. That is actually a very... So he couldn't buy them a, a drink. a very good point. The Fairfield Social Club does not have cash on the till. Um... So he had to get him water. Yeah. And then they started calling him cheap. I thought that was a bit unfair. I'm sure, had he been able to pay cash, I mean, I don't think he'd have had cash in his trunks either. But I was going to say, I don't think, I think as much as, as much as I understand he wouldn't have his card on him, cash was not a better option, was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, we had uh, Big Guns Joe's Big Open Challenge. Yeah. Um, he was answered by Isaiah Quinn and Crater. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, Joe, being willing to take him on on his own, he uh, was going to, and then Chris Sharp decided that he wanted a piece of NXT it. referee Chris Sharp. Yeah. Uh, took his shirt off to reveal Big Guns Joe's uh, other oh, yeah. ring gear. Uh, I think he looked like, because he didn't take his trousers off. So he looked like when you're like at a wedding and your uncle's had a bit too much to drink, takes his shirt off and starts dancing. I think that's what he looked like a bit. Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, um, that was good fun as well. Um, that, was, that was a good match. Like, yeah. Oh, she just mentioned El Ligero was the referee as yes, well. They said Ligero they a special referee, so Ligero come out. NXT superstar yep. Ligero. Yep. I just imagine Triple H watching this being up phone to his lawyer. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that was good fun. That was great. Uh, Isaiah Quinn um, getting, uh, sorry, excuse me, Chris Sharp getting the pinfall on Isaiah, Isaiah Quinn. Um, big victory for, uh, for Chris Sharp, who's undefeated now in British wrestling. 
He has a one-on-one victory against Joe, and now he's uh, pinned Isaiah Quinn in a tag team match. Yeah, two and zero. Yeah. So you know, watch <coughs> yourselves, everybody. Book Chris Sharp for in ring appearances. Um, so that was good fun. Um, we also had um the uh no disqualification match with Elijah and Clint Margera. Uh, this was again great match. Um, not unnecessarily over the top because it was uh, comparatively family yeah. audience they um, did batter the fuck out of each other with uh, dinner trays though didn't they they did yes one landed at my feet <laughs> um, but yeah um, uh, Club Magyar getting the win in that one um, just really yeah it was really really good uh, really really good entertaining stuff there, was, there wasn't anything where it was just like where we just looked at it and went oh this is a bit shit it was all it was all decent, qual- decent quality, but it was all like in the right spirit as well. Yeah, um, I'm assuming it's going to come out on a video on demand or a DVD or something. Possibly, I don't. Because they recorded it, didn't they? Because Anthony oh, Editor was absolutely, oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think um, I forget his name, but the guy who does the ring announcing for Hope, um, mm-hmm. he said he's doing. He put a tweet out saying he's doing commentary post period right. for it. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, so that's, I assume that's going to happen. I mean, obviously, we'll be sharing information with you more when we know a bit more about that. We both got the uh, the T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's something in between. Apologies for this, but guys, we've we've um, we did the, this was a was it a week or two weeks ago, and we've uh, we've not written yeah. anything down. Um, um, well, what start from the beginning? Scramble match. Yep. Big Joe. Big Joe tag match. Yeah. Then the. Because the no DQ was the last one before the the interval, weren't it? Right. So there was a women's match as well, wasn't there? So after the interval was the Kev and Dawn versus yeah. Alexis Falcon and Tonga. Uh, uh, Ivy and Eliza. We had young guns. Yes, we did. Of course, how did we forget this? Yeah. It was a te- uh, technically probably the best match, but well, not probably the best match on the card. Yeah. We had the young guns versus Joe Nelson and JJ Barker, mm-hmm. and uh, they just went to town on each other, didn't they? Um, yes, they did. Yeah, uh, Young Guns picking up the win. Um, JJ Barker, I think, doesn't get as much recognition as as I think he probably should. Sometimes, I think everyone's talk, everyone talking about Joe Nelson, rightfully so, because he's amazing. Uh, the Young Guns are turning a lot of heads at the minute, um, but I do think that JJ Barker's not far behind him. Quite honestly, I think he's really, I think he's really good. He's got a, he's, he's really good. He's, he's good as a heel because he's really, he's got his face well, to slap. I think that's right. I think that's the problem. Joe Nelson's like fan favorite. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Nice guy comes out as a nice guy. Yeah. JJ Barker comes out as a dick. As much as he's probably on a par with Joe Nelson. Yeah. Um. He's a dick. <laughs> So he might not be getting the recognition because he plays yeah. a heel character. I should just point out that comment about JJ Barker having a face you want to slap. So when he's doing a heel stuff, when he's doing face, he's all right. But he's just like when he's like really he's, when he's doing heel stuff, it's like really annoying. Sort of yeah, crazy. He's, he's and over that's the, the top point. And proper arrogant. And that's the point in it. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so. It's Gabriel Kid syndrome. <laughs> but it works. That's what. That's what. Yeah. That's the point, I guess. Um, but this was a really good match as well. Um, as I said, the young ones picking up the victory. Um, then we went to Interval and uh, well, um, lots of sort of making off a future shock were there doing their stuff. Uh, they were selling the t shirts for Fight the Good Fight, some wrestle stuff as well. Um, second half, and we have the aforementioned Sexy Kev and Don Black mm-hmm. uh, taking on Alexis Falcon and Tonga. 
with JJ Webb in the corner. And uh, this were a bit different, this weren't it? It was. It was. Um, what's the right word? Of its own, unique. Yeah, it was. It was a unique match. Yeah, of its own caliber. Yeah, it was. It was good fun. It was really. It was really well. Uh, really well done. I thought. I. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a bit, a bit strange because you don't see many sort of intergender tag teams where it's like men versus women. Yeah, there's not been much of that that I've seen certainly. Um, unless you want to go back to Eric Bischoff's Battle of the Sexes from Armageddon 2003. I would not. Okay. One, <laughs> um, I don't remember it, and two, it sounds shit. Well, it was it. <laughs> it wasn't a classic, but it was uh, Trish and Lita versus Christian and Chris Jericho. Right. Uh, so you know some, some big talent. I mean, three Hall of Famers in that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, two and yeah, you get what I mean. Legends in the business. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, but this was good fun. Um, we had eventually had Kev and Dom getting the win. Um, JJ Webb getting a few uh, shots, which is always good because you know JJ Webb in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that takes us into the semi or co-main event, if you like. Um, the Women of Steel Championship for Breed. Uh, Ivy, the undefeated uh, champion, mm-hmm. taking on Eliza Rue. And yeah, uh, real solid, really solid match here. Um, Good to see, uh, good to see, good to see uh, these girls getting a match like this in this in front of this kind of crowd. So it's a different kind of crowd for them. We don't really um, associate the Manchester sort of crowd with uh, or the Manchester sort of wrestling scene with uh, like Ivy and Eliza. It's a lot, lot more Yorkshire based. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it was good. It was good. It was, I thought it was good. Good showing for them both. It was a good uh, opportunity to get get them in front of a new a new crowd. Uh, and I think it went down well. I think Ivy did. Ivy did a great job of getting people um, on her back. And um, and I thought it was a good showing from both of them in terms of the wrestling. Um, yeah, Ivy retaining the title uh, with uh, shenanigans, you know, because why not? Um, yeah, so really solid. Getting stunned by Lucy. She did, yes. <laughs> um, I, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of um, Lucy abuse from uh, from uh, from Ivy in the. Uh... You alright? Yeah, I just. I took a sip of my fizzy orange Spanish drink yeah. <coughs> and it went down my throat without me swallowing it. All right. <coughs> I'm fine. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, so there's only thing for everyone who's followed Breed, you, you know that Ivy and Lucy aren't exactly best pals. Um, and that sort of carried over into this. Um, we got to a point where I thought, we thought Ivy was going to attack Lucy. Eliza comes to help her out and Lucy gets a stunner in on her. Um... So yeah, that was um, that was uh, that was the show, barring the main event, which was a twenty-five person rumble. Well, twenty-four. It's twenty-five if you count the bear. It was There's never a dinosaur in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll not we'll not go into too much detail on this because uh, we've not got a lot of notes on it, quite frankly. But um, it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, it was it, pretty good. It was fun. Uh, we Big T killed everyone. Big T Justice was uh, definitely an imposing force. Uh, we had a guy in a dinosaur suit. Uh, that definitely happened. Um, Henry Faust nearly died. Henry Faust nearly died again. I think uh, I like Henry, but I think he just needs to be, you know, get get insurance. I think that's what he needs to do. 
Call David Starr up and the independent guy, see if they can yeah. hook him up with equity, because I think, I, think, I think he needs it. Uh, for anyone What's not... that thing that they have in America, so they make sure they've got health insurance? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I know what you mean, but, but I can't remember what Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, get some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it was good. It was good fun. There was like, a lot of people uh, that we recognised, some that we weren't too familiar with. Uh, but there was a lot of good, um, lot of good uh, talent on display. Uh, like I say, Henry Faust was in there. So Rizwan Khan, um, you know, among others, Chris Egan getting the win, as I mentioned earlier, uh, eliminating Dan Evans. Uh, they were down to the final two. Uh, special appearance from Aiden of Club Tropicana fame. I really like Dan Evans. He's, he's growing on me. He's got right. since yeah. we've seen him at Tidal and stuff. Yeah. I think he's got a great character, and he's actually a really good wrestler. Yeah, but he's just got that really like you want to hate him heel character because yeah. he's he's a prick. <laughs> well, he we kind of killed it when he came out and did the raffle that time. He did yeah. He got, he, he did, for those of oh, well, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but we did Tidal a few weeks back, and they started doing a wrestler doing the raffle. And he did the raffle. And it was it got right over because like it was like it was like a running joke. That he was going to sign everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, sign it. Sign it. Sign it. Uh, <laughs> he went back to the back. He had a match later that night, and he come out as a heel, and he's got a massive ovation because everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone was just laughing at him. So annoyed he didn't sign uh, John's head. John's head. Yeah. There was a point. In the, there was a point in the main. Don't get me wrong. I know from a professional standpoint they would never do it, but there was a point in the main event. Where John got knocked out, um, and it would just been really funny if Dan ran out with a pen, signed it, and ran off, signed his head, and ran off. Um, but no, to take back to your point, Dan is uh, Dan's really good. We'll talk about Dan in a minute when we talk about title because he had a really good match with Sugar Nunkerton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those as well. So that was fight the good fight. Um, we had a great uh, great time. There. Four thousand pounds raised. Outstanding work. Outstanding work. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it, if you get a chance when it comes out, we'll I mean we'll certainly share more about it when we know exactly where you can see it. But if you get a chance to see it, please do because it was so so much fun. Certainly sounds like there's going to be a second one next year. I think she's already planning it. She's already looking at dates and venues and such. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Lot, she's also said a lot of people who didn't wrestle this year asking to be on it. I think there were a lot. I know for I know for certain Sugar Nunkerton said if he hadn't already been booked, he would have been involved. Mm. So I think because um, there was quite a lot happening that day as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of other, other events and stuff, because that was on the Sunday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I know a lot of people said they would have loved to have been involved if they hadn't already been booked. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, hopefully, be uh, be a good um, good show. So other things we did. We'll get to Tidal in a minute, but we went to the final South Side last week. We did. It was great. It was fantastic, wasn't it? It was. It was a really good, really good day. Um, it was two weeks ago, actually. Excuse me, but it was a really good, uh, really good day out. Um, just fit. It just just felt fitting for us to go. With, you know, Southside's been sort of a gateway company for us getting into independent wrestling. Um, they've been running Sheffield for quite a few years, um, and it's how we've. It's how I've. Discovered a lot of independent wrestlers. I remember I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Actually, I remember going to my first Southside show. And the only people on the card I actually knew going into it were uh, Bram and I'd heard of CCK. That's probably about it. Um, yeah. So uh, and then from there, that's that show. You know, we go into that show and that's got um, you know Damien Dunn and Kip Sabian, Wentz and Xavier. Uh, you know, Blake, um, Adam Maxted. Um, 
Joseph Connors was on it. Joseph Connors, I know, I know the Joseph Connors as well. Yeah. Um, that was Alex Gracie was on it for the first. That was the first time I saw Alex Gracie live. I had heard of him, but I'd see, first time I'd seen him live. Um, yeah, so just there's, uh, and then from there we've gone to other shows and stuff, and we've seen new people. We've seen um, some absolute, absolute quality gets as well. Like I mean, we've mentioned it before, but seeing Bob Ollie in Trafalgar Warehouse yeah. was ridiculous fun. Um, but yeah. Um, just go, just great to go, go go down and see it, and then with the AEW guys coming along as well, just added for a great, great day, really, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favourite part of the show, and why was it the Young Bucks not turning up? <laughs> <laughs> for context, well, I'll explain because you, it's possible people might not be aware of this. If you've seen us at a show, we've definitely told you about it. But um, yeah. uh, but um, basically, what what happened was there was a four way tag match. It was the Deadly Sins. Uh, the uh, well, the, uh, the night bro- the night brothers are they um, UK hooligans UK hooligans sorry I forgot the name um, yeah so UK hooligans the deadly sins and the anti fun police um, were in a four there was a four way match for the Southside tag team titles um, obviously that's only three teams so there was a mystery team and um, <laughs> there's like a lot of anticipation because AW are already here Cody Rhodes is here MJF Sean Spears um, a lot of people get you know, sort of anti- get a bit uh, anxious as to who's coming out, and then the Young Bucks music starts to play, and everyone gets a bit excited until <laughs> they just hear it go super kick party, and it cuts off. Only for GBH, Blake and Maxted, uh, the music becomes blaring out, and um, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I nearly died laughing. I was pissing myself. It was amazing. I was stood at the bar so I could see the entire arena like jump to their feet and lose their minds. Then the music stopped and the disappointment and the fact that they'd all just been had sunk in and it was like well, we this was, is right funny well, we were sat by the stage and uh, just just before we were out we were like we were coming up with like bullshit theories about what might happen because AEW were around I mean you convinced us that Chris Jericho were going to do Didn't a run convince you it was just an idea <laughs> <laughs> but we were like talking about who was the fourth team I was like maybe it's LAX maybe and then we were t- <laughs> like, like just before they were about to come out me and Paul were just going they've not they've not there's no reason they couldn't have travelled over with like, talk about the young bucks there's no reason they couldn't have travelled over with them I don't know who else it might be, and then like, and then we were just like, it might be them, you know. And then that all happened, and we were just like, that's right for them. That was a long day, wasn't it? That it was a long day. It was a good day, but it was a long day. Um, I think we got in about two, didn't we? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like half two. Yeah, um, but it was great. Uh, we'll just have a quick rundown of what what happened. So we had a multiple person over the top flipping a bit, flipping a bit up and up, up, up. I don't know what the actual name is. So it that's... was called the... Don't pretend you know it, come on. Opportunity Knox Elimination yeah. Ultimate something <laughs> over-the-top ropes match. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were a lot of people in it. It was weird, though, because it, it, was, it was like done in waves. So you have five guys come out at once, and they begin fighting. And then after five minutes, you have another five guys. And eliminations are by pinfall and submission. There's no over-the-top, like... Eliminations. It's not a battle royal, um, so it was. It was weird. Uh, over it, budget. That's what yeah. it was. It wasn't over the top. It was over budget. <laughs> Opportunity Knox battle royal or whatever the fuck they called yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but basically, eliminations were pinfall, submission, uh, disqualification, and more than likely not count out because there were a lot of people outside the ring. Yeah. Um, Darius Lockhart got in the win. 
a lot of good people in this as well we should just say uh, you know like people like uh, LJ Heron Rob Lynch um, referee Paz was involved in a penguin suit penguin Paz yep uh, almost hit a 619 didn't quite happen Ivy was in there got disqualified yep straight away as well yep um, which I thought was silly <laughs> uh, Visage um, got a couple of eliminations uh, loads of people Rob Darren, Lynch uh, Rob Lynch was in there um, just trying to think some other ones Niwa Niwa got Niwa was quite good in this actually I like Niwa yeah um, got uh, got quite a few uh, quite a few lookings a couple of guys who I didn't fully recognise if I'm being completely honest um, Harry Benson yeah um, Ben Old who runs Southside his son Harry was in there I got to speak to Harry yesterday for a little bit yeah when we came in just asking he's alright isn't he yeah I yeah. was just asking him like, how it felt like with it being the last show yeah. and like getting to pin Cody yeah and he was just like, oh man, he was like, it's something I'm going to remember for like the rest of my life. Um, and he was like, he's such a good guy, like mm. such a decent guy. He did say he has text him to ask him for a job. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Um, yep, yeah, so um, as we said, uh, Darius Lockhart got the win with uh, pinning Rob Lynch as the final man, only to be interrupted by Lord Gideon Gray. Yeah. Uh, Gideon Gray, for those who are not familiar, is a bit more of a southern-based guy based in Rev Pro. There's a lot of stuff for Riptide and whatnot as well. Uh, in a bit of a managerial role here. He does wrestle, but he's a bit of a manager here. Uh, saying he runs the revolution, or the Legion, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to re- take over Revolution Pro, apparently. Um, anyway, this guy in, a, a guy in a mask comes out, uh, attacks Darius. Apparently this guy is legally in the match, uh, pins Darius and... Uh, by virtue of that, earns a title shot at the Southside Championship at New Year's Revolution, which is going to be uh, in Stephen Age early next year, I believe. Right, okay. I uh, don't know if they've confirmed a date for it yet. Well, they will have a date for it, but I don't think they've put anything up. Um, but that should be good. So the current Southside Champion is Sean Custom. We'll get to that in a bit more detail in a minute. Um, so, But that's looking how it's going to be him facing him. Uh, next match we had was Brady Phillips. Taking on Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes. This got interesting quite quick, didn't it? <laughs> it did. And we shouldn't be surprised. No. <laughs> um, yeah, talk us through it. Um, so, from what I can remember, because I've seen a lot of wrestling and I've had lots of alcohol. That's the problem with doing this every fortnight. Yeah. Isn't it? Every fortnight. <laughs> it's like a lot happens. So. Um, Brady, obviously, accompanied by Ivy. Um, MJF decided he uh, he wants to have a chat with Ivy before they started, and uh, apparently he likes his girls thick. Good grief! That's what he said. No, I know it's a quote. It is a quote. Um, so Ivy kicked off at him. Then um, he gave her a slap on the tush, <laughs> which she kicked off about again. Again, rightfully so. Um, you're, and out, then she you're got, out of line, Maxwell. Yeah. And then Brady lost his temper and went for him. Yep. They had a bit of a wrestling match. Uh, it was quite good. Both very good wrestlers. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and then Ivy jumped up on the ring. Did she slide the bat in the ring? And Possibly. then jump up on the ring. I think so, yeah. Um, so MJF again gave her another slap and then kissed her. And then, I can't remember what happened. What would you do if Ivy had turned on Brady? Uh, 
I don't know. Oh, nobody would have seen that coming, would they? No. Who imagine? That'd be right funny. Yeah, I can't we'll remember. Ask the, we'll ask her that later. I can't remember <laughs> the finish. Um, well, basically, uh, sh- uh, some kind of shenanigans ensued. Uh, MJF won with a roll-up. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this where Cody came out and carried him Yeah, because, Yes, because um, he won, and then he just turned... Because basically, he came out and did, did a face thing. He was like, oh, you're all my friends tonight since Cody's here. Da, da, da. Um, and then he just lost his shit and went mad. And then Anthony Ogogo come out. Oh, yes, that's right. Because Anthony Ogogo, yeah. for those who aren't aware, has signed with All Elite. Um, so maybe seeing him on TV soon. Uh, but um, basically did a bit of a weird promo. Uh, but, you know, you get, you'll get you'll learn it. It'll get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then punched um, MJF in the face. And Cody had to come and pick him up and carry him back to backstage. Yeah. So that, that happened. Um... Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Um, trying to think what was next. I know we had, uh, I think we had, um, next up was Millie McKenzie and uh, Sadie Gibbs. Yes. So this was a solid match. Two, uh, two, great, two great female wrestlers. Sadie, obviously, with AEW. Millie doing bits all over in Japan and whatnot. Um, Millie getting the win with a spear. But good showing from both of them. Um, I think Sadie Gibbs for an I was old... surprised that Millie won. I thought they'd have had Sadie Gibbs win that one. Mm. I was happy that Millie won. Yeah. As I was wearing my Millie McKenzie t shirt. <laughs> Big fan of Millie McKenzie. Yes. I think she's awesome. This is true. She's very good. Um, but um, I think Sadie Gibbs as an all rounder is really impressive. I think she's like very powerful, but she's got really good agility as well mm-hmm. like we do the um, she does the uh, like the Sasuke like over the ropes and like just the handspring elbows and stuff like that she's really good out all rounder um, I think she's a good I think she'll be a good fit for all for all elite I think um, she'll uh, do well there if they give her uh, opportunity mm. had some good matches on their uh, their dark program on YouTube right um, a couple of tag team matches a couple of four ways but uh, she looked, looked really good they tag team with Ali which was uh a bit weird. Didn't, didn't necessarily work as a team because, but well, they're not really a team. But uh, but look good, look good. Got to win. You win the the moon salt. Anyway, we're deviating a bit. Um, yes, we are. <laughs> um, there was another match because the last match before the interval, which we'll get to in a minute, was the fit four way that we just talked about for the tag team right, titles. Yeah. There was a match in between that. What was it? Was it? Wasn't the women's title? The last three matches were the women's title, uh, the speaking title, and the the world's title. Right. So there was a match in between. Oh, Sean Spears. Oh, right, yeah. Of course it was. Sean Spears and QT Marshall. So uh, a couple I've of AEW. QT Marshall. No, he's he's uh, he was on. Uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but he was on Dynamite. Uh, in a tag, Dynamite. In a tag team six man tag team match. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a uh, uh, couple of AEW guys. Uh, Sean Spears, obviously the artist formerly known as Ty Dillinger. Um, but yeah, this was this was fun. It was weird because Sean Spears in AEW is um, is obviously a heel, um, and he's come out here as a face to the crowd, facing another guy who is clearly another heel in Marshall. Um, and uh, it was a good match. It was fun. The chairman. Yes. Um, that was it. Was a good fun match. Um, and uh, Spears getting the win uh, with the um, 
can't remember what he calls it, but he's finishing up because this is good, isn't it? <laughs> we apologise for today's podcast. There was alcohol involved yesterday. Oh, uh, a bit of a cluster, isn't it? Uh, Spears <laughs> getting the win in, in a decent match. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was good. That took us into the tag team title match. He should have a spear as his finishing move. Sean Spears, Spears. You're so, you're so creative, it's ridiculous. I know. Um, this is why I should have a job. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, that took us into the tag team title match, as we mentioned previously. It was uh, GBH, uh, Deadly Sins, the UK Hooligans, and the Antifon Police. Uh, it was a four-way elimination match. Um, we had elimination quite early on for the Antifun Police, um, followed by quite a bit of a gap between the first and second elimination. Uh, the third elimination, second elimination came. It was GBH were eliminated. We were heartbroken, um, and then followed up by uh, the Deadly Sins doing some uh, tomfoolery and trickery, uh, getting the UK hooligans disqualified by throwing a title belt in the ring. Uh, much to the chagrin of the Stevenage crowd. Uh, we weren't bothered, no. to be fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Deadly Sins retained. They have since lost the tag team titles to the Moonlight Express. For those who aren't aware, that is Speedball Mike Bailey and Mao. And uh, they will face the um, British heavyweight tag team champions in Rev Pro, who are currently Great O'Connor and Rampage Brown. Um, Fucking hell! At the uh, Brit- saw them last night, didn't we? Yeah, at the British Jacob event, uh, which is the twenty fourth of November, so a couple of week, couple of weeks away. Um, that's at York Hall, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, that's looking. Which to be- is not in York. No, it's in Bethnal Green. Yes, in London. Uh, that's looking to be a good, really good event. Um, Giselle Shaw is going to be facing Tessa Blanchard. Uh, they've got the Jacob event, which has got people like Pack and Amazing Red in it. Um, and Michael Oko and Senza Volto are going to be involved with that as well so that's going to be a really good event if you can get down to that you should absolutely check it out looks like it should be good um, so that took us in so basically after that apparently the show had overrun quite a bit it was late starting uh, and it overrun um, so we had an interval that was five minutes <laughs> they put five minutes on the clock and I, I, I said I felt I said why don't we just not bother yeah <laughs> just keep going <laughs> um, I think I think sometimes they just need to reset yeah and like is five minutes enough time for that I'm not saying it's not I, I don't just... know but if you if you just have a bit of a break so everyone can like step back and go right yeah we're back into it yeah that's probably the best so I think I think it was a good idea to have a little bit of a break because it kind of it gives the audience time to just switch off a little bit yeah and then can then get back into the action. Yeah. Um, so we had the break, and after that we have the women's title. Pretty sure it was more than five minutes as well. <laughs> the fiends. Um, so yeah, we had women's title next triple threat match. Uh, we had Jade, uh, we had Shana, and we also had Kanji. Uh, women's steel t- title on the line. Uh, really enjoyed this. Um, I think just like all round, just good mix of characters. What they call it? Women of Steel. Oh no, Women of Steel. Uh, Queen of Southside. Queen of Southside. Sorry, did I say Women of Steel? You did. Sorry. Yeah, Um, yeah, it was the Queen of Southside Championship. Right. Um, So really good mix of characters here, I think, because you've got uh, Kanji, who as an all round wrestler is just amazing. Uh, Shana's really hard hitting and really, really sort of impactful. And then you've got Jade, who not only is she a great wrestler, but she's just got a character that's just hilarious because um, she just 
She's just old mouth, isn't she? Yes, it's <laughs> so sarcastic. Yeah, it's 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 brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And if anybody in the audience tries to give a shit or whatever, she's so yeah. quick witted that you just get put down straight away. Yeah, I think some of the things she comes out with as well. Like yesterday, with Rev, we'll talk about Rev Pro a bit more, a bit more in a little bit. But last year, someone set, shouted something at her. It was like, fuck her up, Chantel. Because she's fighting Chantel Jordan. It was like, fuck her up, Chantel. And she's like, you can't say that. There's kids here. Yeah. I was the one at Tidal with her, because she's vegan. Was, um, she was fighting Tongo quite in the fur coat. Yeah. And every time she did a move, she went, this is for the bunny rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the little doggies. <laughs> that, by the way, was a, that, great, by the, that, by the way, was a fucking great match. It was a great match. Uh, if you if you've got access to Tidal on demand, get check out Tonga. Check, the whole event was great, but check out Tonga versus Jade because it was fucking brilliant. Is that the one that got stopped? No, was that no, no. One? That was the time after, the time before. You're thinking of Sean O'Shea. Ah, uh, right, yeah. That was funny. That. Well, for you it might have been. I don't think they were laughing. <laughs> they weren't happy about it, no. But anyway, got sorted. It's all yeah, fine. It's fine. Um. So yeah, that was. Um, Anyway, we diverted off what we were talking about. So this was really good fun. Um, Shana being a heel is mm. bad business for the other wrestlers, I think, because because they will get injured. She just does whatever she wants. Mm. Took her ages to find something backstage. She come back she with came a came out with a, a fucking wet floor sign, a wet floor cone. Yeah, and they absolutely wind Kanji in the face with it. Fucking proper belter than we in. <laughs> Oh. It's like, come on. And we had uh, last time we saw her, she smashed that wet floor sign. Yeah, she actually actually shattered. That was Alexis Falcon, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, a, was that a four G W. Yeah, I shattered over over a back or a leg or something. Guy behind bar was like, they're paying for that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's great though. It looks like she's been signed with AEW. Um, hopefully, we'll see her in some really good matches with some of the higher end talent. It's a good. It's a good, that's another good signing for them. I think it's in a in a world where the they. The women's division for AEW is not the strongest, and that's not no fault of theirs. I think it's just that all your premier, all your premier talent in women's wrestling at the minute, certainly in America, is all it's all signed up. Yeah, yeah. it's all in WWE uh, or Impact. Impact's women's division is really solid, mm-hmm. um, really good. There's lots of good talent in there, um, and then they've got like some really good ones on Ring of Honor as well. Presentation's not the best of it, best, but the talent they've got is really good. Um, so it's all it's so it's kind of a bit of a struggle to find I think outstanding. I don't think they've got any any bad. But I don't think they're bad at all. I, don't, I just think it's hard to find someone who's like next level. Britt Baker's been doing all right. Um, She's a dentist. I, I I am aware. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they've signed. You've got B Priestley. We talked about Sadie Gibbs. I think Shannon's going to be a great addition for that. Um, so yeah. Um, I think that's a good, uh, good get for her. Uh, can she get in the win of this match, uh, countering Jade's attempt at the Gory Bomb with a roll-up? <coughs> and, uh, Apologies. No worries. Um, and retaining the title. So she is still the Queen of Southside champion currently. So down the line, I assume she'll be facing, I think it's Zoe Lucas, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah. Who is the uh, Rev Pro Women's Champion. Um, so that's, uh, that's, a, that's a match we're going to see at some point. Um, Fun fact. I have an 8x10 signed by Zoe Lucas, and I have no idea who she is. Is that WrestleCrate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleCrate is great, yeah. right? 
But sometimes I do have to look in the little magazine they give you to yeah. see what what that is actually, you know. I have, giving by, you. I have an eight by ten signed by Jeff Garrett, and he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have met Jeff Garrett actually. Grown by Paul London as well. I think I've got a Paul London one as well. I haven't seen Paul London wrestle ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be on one of them 4GWs we went to. Yeah. We had to cancel. Um... That was a door, a very yeah. loud door. <laughs> Uh, but yes, um, so that was uh, the women's south side, women's south side, queen's south side, the women's championship. Um, it was a great, great match. Uh, takes us into our sec- second to last match, which was one that I was looking forward to. Uh, Senza Volta, who I'm a big fan of, uh, against Ricky Knight Jr., who is the speaking champion. Yes, and that was for the speaking championship. Um, interesting because it wasn't all high flying. There was quite a lot of physicality in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were, it was quite quite a different tip because the speaking title is sort of associated with your sort of high flying. I don't want to say lucha libre because I don't know if that's necessarily the right way way to describe it, but that kind of style, I guess. Um, but this was a bit more physical. There was a lot of slapping, there was a lot of hitting, um, a lot of attempt to maim and injure. Kayfabe, not really, obviously. Yeah. Um, Encapsulated by uh, Ricky Knight Jr. bringing two chairs into the ring, uh, and then both encapsulated was a yeah. good word there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm impressed. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, and then they uh, they sat down and proceeded to slap each other quite hard. Um, ultimately, Ricky Knight Jr. got the win. He is still the uh, the the queen of South Side. He is the Queen of Southside. <laughs> Still speaking champion. You know. Um I'm fine. I don't even know why I can't say anything. <laughs> I mean I say I'm fine, I'm clearly not. Yeah. Um You're yeah, not okay. Um and that took us into our main event, which was Tables, Lines and Chairs for the Southside Championship, the last Southside match in history. Um Sticks versus Sean Custom. Uh, so rather they've been brewing a little bit on the other shows it's been building for a while um, Sticks has been doing bits where he turns up when he wants he's been jumping Sean Custom from behind refusing to fight Sean Custom because he's been booked to fight him quite a few times mm-hmm. just not not turned up um, so anyway we did this on the um, we did this on the so we did this they uh, they have the match uh, for the world title um, I enjoyed it was a bit anticlimactic to say it was the final match. Yeah. Um, Again, though, it was long. It was like a long day, wasn't it? So maybe yeah, that probably didn't help. It probably that didn't help, and they probably maybe had to cut it from what they probably were going to do. Possibly, possibly. It was it was good. It was good. Uh, Sean Custom getting the wins, retaining the Southside uh, Championship, as we mentioned earlier. He's going to go on to face the Revolutionary, whoever that may be, um, at. Uh, New Year's Revolution for Rev Pro. Talk Hogan. It may be. You don't know. We don't know who's under that mask. Talk Hogan. Okay. Um, let's start us out. Sorry, we did the Patriot. <laughs> the Patriot wasn't Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Idiot. Okay. He wasn't. Oh, God. Um, what was it then? What did he do when he had that mask on? You mean Mr. America? Was it Mr. America? Right. Right, the Patriot okay. was Del Wilkes. He was a completely different wrestler. Um, I thought that's what they called it. It was a shit angle, anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, so that um, that was Southside. Uh, obviously, with all the celebrities there, there were meet and greets. 
you uh, took your uh, memorabilia collection. I took my Funko Pop. Yep. Got it signed by Cody Rhodes. Yep. Took an action figure. Got it signed by Sean Spears. Yep. Both were made from a hat. Yep. Uh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was really good. Brandy Rhodes is lovely. Yep. Got eight by tens signed by them all. Yep. Cost me forty five quid. Yeah. <laughs> For the what? Not <laughs> each. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I'd have been out of that queue. You should have told me that. You should have. Uh, you should have got one from uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I was thinking about it, and I just didn't have the money, and he was on the end, so he missed out. Had it, <laughs> had it, had, had it been the other way around, yeah. I probably would have missed out. Sean Spears. But what if Cody was on the end? He was on the end. He was on the end. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't avoid the question. What if he'd have been on the well, other no, end? The, the purpose of joining that queue is to get the Funko Pop sign and go and meet Cody Rhodes because. I've enjoyed his work. Because, okay. like I said on Twitter, all the way through his WWE <clears throat> stuff, he used to put like all the effort into it. Even though, like, some of the stuff they gave him was shit. Yeah. Like having to fight Stephen Amell. <laughs> um, he went with it, and he tried his hardest. He tried to get it over. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Excellent. It didn't work out, and he had to go and do his own thing. And he's probably better for it. Okay, um, yeah. So uh, cool. Did you listen to anything I just said then? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've always been a I've always been a Dustin fan. If I'm yeah. being honest, uh, I grew up we got I grew up watching Gold Dust. Um, I like Cody. I've absolutely no beef with Cody, but my favorite my favorite of the family is always gonna, will always be Gold Dust. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he made it, because I think it was I think that was started out as a gimmick to sort of take the piss a little bit, and he just. Ran with it and it made it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean the fact that he's only just stopped doing it after what twenty twenty four years now. Mm. He's broken his arm now, hasn't he? He has. It's a shame. Because um, when he got because the there's this thing with AEW is a lot they do they do. I'm trying to phrase this correctly. I don't want to sort of jump on the bandwagon and go, "This is amazing." And all that stuff. You take it for what it is. If I enjoy it, then that's great. But at the same time, I don't. I don't think everything. I spoke to some. I spoke to Joe Afton yesterday, and he said, and he summed it up. I, I agree with how he summed it up. He goes, "Some of it's amazing, but some of it's shit." Yeah. There's no in between with him. No. It's no. either all or nothing. Um, but they do things that get me interested. Like they've signed Chris Jericho. They've signed LAX. They've signed. I know you're not a fan, but they've signed Jack Swagger. And I'm a fan of Jack Swagger. Dustin, when he's fit, is gonna is an active wrestler. I like Hangman Page. I think he's all right. I was thinking about this the other day. Figured out why I don't like Kenny Omega. Okay. I think I think his mannerisms are too unnecessarily over the top. Okay. That's just my opinion. His hair's a bit wiry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got great insights. I don't. Me, I don't. I don't feel that strongly about that. To be honest. <laughs> but um, but I just yeah I just wanted um, I just I was thinking about it, it was just like why because everyone talks about Kenny Omega he's got all these nicknames like they call him the best bout machine and a lot of people regard him as the best in the world and I just don't feel that way about him I'm just trying to think why is it is it do I not is there something about his ring style I don't like is there something that he does and I watched um, a couple of his matches on Dynamite um, and it's, his mannerisms are just unnecessarily in my opinion unnecessarily over the top. Um, like he has to do like some mad gesture before he does like a lot of his moves. Right. Just like just kick the fucking man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I think him and I haven't seen the match yet, and I'm sure it'll be a good match. But him and Moxley just seems like a strange pairing because you've got a guy like Moxley who say what you want about him, you couldn't have someone more different in style. Like when it comes to that sort of thing, where he's like he doesn't gesture. I think he, I think the only move he gestures before he does it is the is his finisher. Whereas like the rest of it is just a little fucking 
punch you in the head. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean, uh, but uh, it's AEW. I'm enjoying. It's been good. Um, it's. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. My favourite thing on wrestling that I'm watching at the minute is probably NWA Power. Uh, have you had a chance to see any of that yet? No. You should definitely give it a look when you get some time. It's very good. It's an interesting presentation. Bit different, um, but it's just it's really entertaining. I, I think anyway. But they've got again they've built up a roster that I, that are wrestlers that I like that I can get on board with. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, wrestling's all right at the minute. Just I think people I think people just want to sort of fantasy book a lot. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of the criticism and frustration come from. Because is like I saw a lot of it. Something happened on AEW last night. And I won't spoil it because I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I've not seen a lot of it. I did try and stay up, but I well, fell asleep. Well, something happens at the end, right. and a lot of people were like, "Wow, they should have done this." Did it? Hulk Hogan come out? Yes, um, they should have done <laughs> As the, the Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> no, but this this thing happened, and it's like. People were like, well, we shouldn't have done this. And I was like reading these comments, just like these people going off as if this is how they would book it. It was like, just enjoy what you're watching. Stop yeah. trying to fantasy book it. It's the same thing. This is what put me off with football. I know, I know, we're going off on a tangent here, but like with football, it's like people are like, we should bring this player on. He should play his player in this position. It was like, well, your setup it fucking stands with me, mate. He's on touchline doing job. They're the guys. Say what you want about the writing team on WWE and whatnot. They're the guys doing the writing. You're sat in crowd or watching at home. You know, it's probably that's a bit more blunter than a bit more bluntly than I'd like to be about it, but mm-hmm. at the same time I think I'm right. Um in the you know, just enjoy it, you know what I mean? If you don't if you're not enjoying something, don't watch it. I have an opinion. If you I mean don't don't just not I mean if you've got a, a criticism or something, you should absolutely voice that. But just just enjoy what you're watching. If you don't yeah. You know, I don't watch Emmerdale. Oh, here we go again. But it's a it's a fair point though. It's I don't watch Emmerdale, but I don't go on Twitter going Emmerdale shit. Yeah, Marlon should have married fucking Lisa or whatever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> is there someone called Mar- Marlon in Emmerdale? There is, there is. But Lisa, I think. I thought you didn't I watch think, it. I think I have watched it before. Ah. I, I've watched it before, but I think uh, I think Lisa's his mom thinking about it, so I probably shouldn't marry her. Well, it's, it is Emmerdale. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to some of these tiny villages. <laughs> Imagine if Emmerdale were like deliverance. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> I can't remember what the fuck we were actually talking about. No right? idea. Um, let's talk about Tidal. Before we do that, this is the sort of content that has us nominated for an award. I forgot about that. <laughs> We've been nominated for an award. It's amazing. <laughs> fucking believed it. Oh. <laughs> Incredible. We are up on the Wrestling Podcast Awards. We are up for the uh, the best duo of 2019. Uh, Damn right. We'll, po- we'll post the link out on Twitter, but if you go to WrestleHub, uh, I think it's the WrestleHub on, on Twitter, and they've got links for their podcast awards. We're under there for best uh, duo. Um, other local podcasts, such as Graps and Claps, they're on there for uh, for best comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. They're in a couple of categories then. Uh, so uh, vote, uh, I think on best trio as well. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, you know, go and chuck them guys a vote as well because their show's good. Um, you know, vote for you know if you support your favourite podcasts. You know, make sure you vote give for them, me. Make sure you give them a vote as long as it's best yours, grandest stage, because we are. <laughs> I'm under wrestling with my mind for best Fucking newcomer. Hell. I didn't think I was going to bring it up. I forgot about it to be honest. Yeah, dick. So yeah. Grandest stage, best duo, wrestler in my mind, best newcomer. 
Let's get some awards coming this way. Yeah, man. I can crack my suit out. I'm not wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> you're brilliant. I'm going to be there in a suit and you're going to be there in fucking... Uh, I'll dress as a macho man. <laughs> if we win... <laughs> this award. If we win, we'll come up with something fucking daft to do. I'll go as the macho man. <laughs> Do an acceptance speech I can't go, as the macho man. I can't go as Hulk Hogan, can I? I'll get fucking murdered. <laughs> oh. You go as Miss Elizabeth. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I might be safer. That's the worst bit about that. Um, yeah, anyway. Vote for us, because we are all right. I don't want to say good, because that's probably the best bit a bit. <laughs> We're all right. We're all right. Um... But no, seriously, I mean, we've to even get nominated, that's amazing. I, I, because I, I think this is shit. So, it is yeah. nice that someone's, <laughs> someone's, someone's, in. yeah, absolutely. Um, and as listening figures are creeping up, we finally got ten listens on that WrestleMania twelve Woo! podcast. I am fucking delighted with that. Um, Everyone go and listen to WrestleMania twelve. What's your beef with WrestleMania twelve, people? <laughs> it um, was shit, though, wasn't it? The pay-per-view, not the podcast. Yes. The podcast was great. <laughs> I had some awesome insight into the last man standing match. You mean the Iron Man match? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what a drink. Leave me alone. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Oh, fuck a duck. Um, no, that'd be weird. That would be weird, would it? Should we go about wrestling? Uh, well, I tried. Instead of you talking banging about... on about bestiality or something. Oh, shut up, you bellend. Uh, let's talk about Tidal. Yes. Let's it's talk about in Tidal. Leeds. It is in Leeds. Let's talk about the Tidal we went to two weeks uh, ago. Boom. Boom. Things happened. You did. Matches were had. You can't remember anything, can you? I can. Um, Roxy ran and double need Nally Sykes in the chair. That happened. Um, <laughs> there was no ropes. Right, so uh, it was a doubleheader at Tidal. <laughs> I'm going to have to fucking rein this in, aren't I? It was a doubleheader at Tidal. Um, the first show was Grounded, which I believe is the second time they've done it. They did it last year. It the first time they did it, obviously. Um, it's basically it's not... like So you've got like blood sports sort of things where it's like knockout and submissions only and stuff. This is just the same match rules as normal but with no ropes yep which was interesting the first match was interesting it was clever it was good it was well, good how they did it as well um, Jack Bandicoot Joel Redgrave and Philip Michael um, coming doing a three way uh, Jack Bandicoot <laughs> Jack Bandicoot's proper growing on me I think he's brilliant um, Jack Bandicoot going to John after looking around and realising there's no ropes <laughs> Going, John, we've been robbed. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Um, but it, with guys like that, um, it's interesting because they've got they use a lot they lose a lot of they use a lot of moves that like rely on the ropes in terms of like um, like flips, top rope stuff, things like that, like for like leverage, and they just can't do that because there are none. Mm-hmm. So um, it's interesting to see how like sort of you are the uh, are the sort of measure up and how they do uh, can work around that and do like sort of different some rest there's some wrestlers where it just don't mean don't mean anything to them they can just absolutely go to town on them and stuff like that but with these guys it's a bit different um i think they did a great job i think the uh because the, the posts were still there just want to point that out uh the posts were still there so they can uh so they can still try and climb the post and use it for uh 
top rope uh, action. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had Redgrave getting the victory with the powerbomb. Um, big big win for Joel. Um, good to see him get a bit more, get a few, few more matches in title. Um, hopefully, we'll see a bit more of him going forward. Um, yeah, really, uh, really impressed with him. Um, so that's. Uh, we are just going to sort of run through this a bit quickly because, quite frankly, there's a lot that day and I can't remember everything. <laughs> yep. Um, My mind's shit at the best of time, like for remembering <laughs> stuff. And when you're asking me to remember things that were like, yeah, there's just a, couple a lot. Of weeks ago. There was just a lot, weren't there? Um, so we talk about. Uh, we mentioned Dan Evans earlier. He for Sugar Dunkerton. Mm-hmm. This was really good. This was a really good match. Um, basically. Uh, Basically, really, really solid wrestling match, and I, I, I really enjoy when. And this is what one of the things I really like about Tidal, um, is they let Sugar have these really good wrestling matches. Whereas some places, not many, but some places, I think book him as like a, I don't say novelty. That's the wrong word, but like it's like he comes out as this big character, he's entertaining, um, he has fun and stuff like that, and um, and he's great and he's really good at it. But I think when you let when you let him get into it and get rest, get into it wrestling, it really shines. Yeah. Um, and he was meant to be facing Rampage. Uh, Rampage wasn't here because he had other commitments with Ring of Honor. Um, and I think I think quite frankly, as much as I would love to have seen that match, I think quite frankly we 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 got the better end of that deal because we got a great match with uh, with with Dan. And Dan's just getting better and better. Hopefully, we see a bit more of him. I think he's coming. He's one of the fighting spirit guys. I think trains with Gibson and Drake. Um, hopefully we see him a bit, see a bit more of him, uh, you know, around going forward. Really, really enjoyed it. Anything you want to say on Sugar and Dan? No, you've covered most of it. Excellent, news. pretty good, cool. Um, so we had a few other matches. We had Brady and uh, Brady Phillips. That is, of course, the ineffable Brady Phillips, mm-hmm. um, who I think was slightly out of it because he was like coming out and like. Still a heel, but coming out like cracking jokes and smiling and he, stuff, weren't it? I think he was probably still on a bus from like yeah the day before because yeah. it was the day after. Um, yeah, this was the day after the South Side. The last South Side yeah. show. Um, I know they'd had travel issues. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they just got there and he was just yeah. excited to be there. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, it was a different side to him that we hadn't seen for a while. It was a little bit unusual. It was fun. It was good. It was. Um, he was making fun of people, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, it, was like, it was like Joe Nelson. Joe Nelson come out and it was like doing all Joe's mannerisms and stuff. That <laughs> yeah. was pretty funny. And he was facing Joe Nelson, as we've just mentioned. Um, this was fun. This was a good match. Um, have we seen Brady versus Joe somewhere else before? I can't say if we have. Yeah, we saw him at uh, 4GW for the belt because he yes, stole we did. the belt, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah, of course. And then we saw him at Breed again. Yeah. He did it. Twas. Did he do it? Oh yeah, that's how he ended up with the belt in the first place, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was great. Um, we uh, it was a great match. Joe Nelson using John Parker as a post for the sliced bread. Yeah. Uh, those pesky shenanigans. Um, I understand sliced bread. Yeah. I mean, I, un- I understand the food sliced bread. I understand it's bread that's been sliced, but I don't understand why the move's called sliced bread. Let alone sp- slice bread number two. <laughs> I know you perfectly explained that, but all I've got now is me, is you, you going, don't understand slice bread. <laughs> I don't just go into Asda and like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand what's going on. 
I'm going to the bread aisle and lose my shit. Stop throwing donuts around because I don't know what's happening. Oh, that's right, boy. What is this wizardry? Oh, it was a loaf. I mean, it's just name it, moving it. <laughs> um, slice bread number two. I I agree. I don't know why. It's, why, why I don't know what slice bread number one was. Um, we should ask someone who knows wrestling moves. Okay, we'll, ask, we'll get Roll Grumble to ask Joe Nelson. Yeah. Excuse me, can you ask Joe a question for us, please? Um, apparently, a mystery podcaster interviewing a mystery person today. Yeah. Yeah. I know it is. Oh, great. Don't 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 ruin it. Don't was, ruin it for the listeners. I was I was stood with his mates last night when he told he was like, Oh yeah, that podcast's gonna interview that person. Right. And I was like, Alright, okay. Cool. Thanks for the surprise. We're doing a live thing later. Uh we've just fucking fucked title title off here, haven't we? Um we're doing we're doing a live thing later. We're gonna be at the green room. We're gonna interview Ivy because she's put this heater on. I'm so freezing. Soon find out, won't we? Um We're gonna be interviewing Ivy because she's an absolute fucking joy. Um we saw last night at Rev Pro. She had a, a jacket that looked worryingly like it was made from the skin of the cat she's kidnapped. It was definitely made from genuine Muppet skin. <laughs> as long as it wasn't made of, you know, genuine cat, then we're all right. Um, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, we'd plug tickets for it, but it'll happen by the time you hear this, so yeah. never mind. I assume it's going on Breed's Patreon. Yep. I assume we're not going to get any likeness rights for it, because... Probably not. Fuck it. You reckon we could, we could take that to David Starr and we'd be independent? Yeah. I mean, we're joking, but I might do. <laughs> I still think we should tell Royal Grumble that we're getting paid for this. He's <laughs> paying us £600 each. <laughs> Incredible. Um, uh, if you can hear a weird noise, I have just turned the fan on because it's fucking cold in here. This is a right cluster, this, isn't it? Well, um, I'm cold anyway. I don't know about you. I'm alright. Um, I'm alright. Uh, title, yes. Um, so we had women's action. We had Rio versus um, Roxy. What are you laughing at now? Just laughing at how bad this is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rio versus Roxy. Yeah. Go. Um, this was good. Um, Roxy, very much physical competitor along the lines of Shanna, as we mentioned before. Quality mm-hmm. Shanna versus Roxy because somebody's just going to go to hospital, aren't they? they? Someone will get hurt. Yeah. If that happens. Um, this went all around the, the Temple of Boom, or Boom Leads, as it's known now. Yep. Um, it was good. Uh, Rio getting a win and uh, demanding an opportunity the women's title in the evening, which she duly was awarded. Um, solid match, really enjoyed it. Uh, we had. Uh, we also had the uh, main event was British Rounds Rules, uh, Kev Lloyd versus um, Dave Graves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? You were like, I'm not actually sure these are three minutes. So I timed up and it was exactly three minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, fucking shenanigans from fucking Royal Rumble and shit fucking made me paranoid, didn't they? <laughs> um, in all seriousness, this is a great match. This is on YouTube. If you've not had a chance to check it out yet, you should definitely do so. Uh, really solid technical wrestling match. Um, Dave Graves picking up the win. Really, really good stuff. Um, Kev Lloyd's very good. Uh, we've um, uh, had a chance to see him a few times now. Uh, mm-hmm. Very versatile when it comes to his character, as we mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, 
But he's he's great. He's one. He's another one of these guys who like based out of sort of the Manchester area, just stuff for Future Shock and whatnot. And uh, Tidal do do use him quite a bit as well. Um, just want to see more of them. Quite yeah. frankly, I just think they're really good, and I think it's a missed opportunity for local local promotions who aren't using them to get them involved. Um, yeah, mm. really really good. So that was a good. Sh- that was a really good show. Uh, grounded um, wasn't really what I was expecting because I kind of was a bit apprehensive about it because I thought it was going to be like one of the I keep saying Bloodsport Bloodsport was not the best example possibly but still the one I can think of you know the um, stipulation where you've got to either knock them out or make them submit yeah. and I don't know if that's really my thing really For when I go, when I go to a wrestling show I want to watch I want to be I want to be entertained I want to have, have, you know, have, have, have like the good wrestling but also have some fun with it yeah, yeah. and to be fair this did a great job of doing that right. uh, it was, wasn't what I was expecting I was really happy with it it's like with the breeding not breeding ground hybrid hybrid I actually missed that I went to that thinking, don't know what this is going to be like. Yeah. Because it's like shoot wrestling with predetermined outcomes. So I was like, I don't really know. But I ended up really enjoying it because it was just people kicking the fuck out of each other. Yeah. For a few minutes. And it was like, they're proper getting into this. Well, I think what's... Although, what's his face? Um, MK McKinnon? Yes. Versus, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's got sort of like long reddish hair. Moser, Damon Moser. Damon Moser, yeah. Um, I don't think Moser actually expected it to be so physical to start with. Yeah. Because he took some proper hits. Yeah. And then he was like, right, this is how you want to fucking play, is it? And he just did this thing and put him in this submission move. Yeah. And was like, right, if you're going to kick me right hard, I'm going to put you in this actual submission move. Yeah. Um, and it ended up turning into like a proper fight for a bit, and then the referee had to calm him down. I get the feeling he has a lot of matches like that. Yeah, him. I think that's just him, innit? Yeah, I think so. Is he a dickhead or is he just physical? What do you reckon? I don't know. That's probably just physical. Yeah. People won't book him if he's a dickhead. I don't think. No, that's true. That's true. Um. So, and they've kind of breed have kind of kept it going because although they've not done the hybrid stuff, um, they've, he's definitely started booking matches where you've got two guys who are just going to beat ten lumps out of each other. It's kind of become a feature now as well. Mm. Um, for example, we talked about Dan Maloney and Luke Jacobs. We've seen Jay Joshua and Luke Jacobs. I think Luke Jacobs is just a good person to stick it ring and have beat, bells, beat ten bells out of somebody. <laughs> um, so that was good. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 an interesting, it's an interesting style. That kind of thing with a sort of shoot if you like it's not necessarily what I go I, I have no problem watching it if I know that's what I'm watching but when I go to like a, a pro wrestling show um, it's not what I'm there for yeah it's like we've talked we, we're not going into too much detail because we've not been to one but the schadenfreude thing some of it I, I find it sounds like I'd be entertained by it some of it sounds like I'd just get fed up and leave well I wouldn't I wouldn't do that but I'd just be like this yeah, is yeah, not yeah. this is not for me you know yeah, what I mean yeah. um, each to their own each their own, so you know we'll have to see if we can catch one of those down the line if they do any more. Um, so we went into the evening for title, and we had a bit more of a um, bit more of a more familiar environment with an actual wrestling ring. Um, we uh, had, a, had a number of good matches. Uh, uh, started buzzing through them quite quickly. We started with uh, Crown of Thorns versus Reese and Rogan. It was like went through, yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Here's a match. Here's another match. You have another match. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, Crown of Thorns get the win. They are. They have a tag team title shot. I don't know if I forget exactly when they're getting that. Whether that's the anniversary. I think it is the anniversary. 
Um, that beginning of that match was fucking hilarious. That guy coming out trying to steal my hat. I missed this. I was at the bar. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember what his name is. It's one of the recent Rogan, weren't it? One of the yeah. Two. Comes over, tries to take my hat off my head. Yeah. But I knew he was going to do it because I saw like where his eyes were looking and I yeah. thought he's going to try and take my hat. <laughs> so like cat-like reflexes got to my hat before he did. Um, and like made sure it stayed on my head. And then he obviously had to give up and walk away. And I was like, ah! And he called me a fucking prick. <laughs> it was like the time we were breeding, like you were like, we were sat by the aisle and you were like, Cut Mambo's definitely going to steal my hat. Yeah. I was like, take your hat off then. He's definitely going to steal my hat. Take your hat off then. And Cut Mambo walked out. Well, I don't think he was even going to do it. And he like stumbled over the, the fence, over the, the railing, and like, yeah. ended up stood in front of you, looked down and went, sorry, and then grabbed your hat. <laughs> Yeah, Trip Mama's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's a great wrestler and a nice person, but when he's playing a heel, dick. It's just go. It's just go to in it. Like yeah. Steel hat. Um, it was great. Um, but yeah, that was that was an all right match. Went seemed to come and go quite quickly. Then we had Henry Grodd versus Jake Silver, which again went really quickly. Um, bit of a squash match made Grodd look quite strong, which I'm. I'm I get that makes sense. Don't think it harmed. Don't think it harmed Jake. To be fair, I think in the context of that match and what they're going for, I think it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like rifling through them quite a bit. Um, I'm just trying to think what else we had. There's a women's match. There was a women's match. I'm just trying to pick, think, pick like sort of pick a the order we had things. So we had, I know we had the women's title. The main event was. Uh, we had the tag team, tag team match with Boris and uh, Sugar as well. Mm-hmm. Main event was Dave Graves. Um, it was the triple threat for the. Title, title, Bailey at title, title, uh, Bailey and Luke yes. Jacobs because Luke Jacobs got split open, didn't he? Yes. Sonny Durson on this. Yes, Sonny Durson fought Drake. Ah, there you go. Uh, in fact, Sonny Durson was on in the afternoon as well. He was. He fought Encerico. Good match. Um, fucking... Sonny Durson made his raw debut. He did, yes. Um, so, he, uh, so hopefully, uh, that's apparently, it. it was thirty seconds. Yep. In eight room battered him yeah <laughs> I mean in a shoot fight I can see that happening <laughs> everyone's a big dude he is um, yeah so let's try thought sorry Durston fought Drake that was a good match uh, Drake getting the win they are going to be having a rematch um, I think it's at the anniversary uh, we're mentioning anniversary a lot that's the 29th of November at uh, Temple of Boom uh, I'm certainly aiming to be there. It's a Friday, isn't it? It is a Friday night. I think we'll be alright. Cool. Uh, well, I've got the day off. Um, so the thing, I think it starts at about 7. There's a like, little pre-show sort of thing happening from 6. I know Ivy's going to be on that. Right. Um, it's December or November? November. There is a show on the 27th of December. Right. But the anniversary is November. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll talk about this afterwards. But yeah, yes. Yeah, we'll sort it out. Fine. <laughs> anyway. Um, Let's make travel plans on the podcast. Tell me you weren't going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sonny Durson. Sonny Durson, yeah. So uh, Drake got the win. Uh, Sonny Durson's getting a rematch at the anniversary. Good to see Sonny more outside of Future Shock. He's great in Future Shock, but it feels like that's the only place he really wrestles. Um, that being said, a lot of the guys who are like, based over there, they do a lot of stuff for GPW in Wigan, which for, for all accounts, I've never been, but for all accounts, is actually a really good promotion. Uh, they use a lot of like sort of good like Northwest put sort of people. Um, maybe want to add to the list for two thousand and twenty. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that another time on our Christmas special. 
Uh, if we even do a Christmas special. We are doing one. Yeah. We just don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> you had ideas, but you wouldn't tell me. <laughs> it's not a surprise then, is it? I've booked Blake to spear you. Cool. <laughs> That's the podcast. I'll put that one on YouTube. It works okay. better. That'll, yeah. work, that'll work better then. Yeah, because it'll just be, otherwise it'll just be... Welcome to the grandest stage, Smash! Oh, fuck! <laughs> the following podcast was produced on Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> we have lost our way completely. Oh, fucking hell. Yes, we had a three-way women's title match as well. Um, we had Natalie Sachs, originally Natalie Sachs and Roxy. Uh, Rio was added to the match um, after a victory over Roxy in the afternoon. Um, this was for both titles, so Rio is the title openweight champion, uh, Roxy the women's champion, uh, Natalie Sykes was involved as well as I just mentioned. Uh, Rio getting the win, this was a no disqualification match, Re- uh, there's a lot of multicolored chairs involved in this. There was. Um, yeah, so it was... Fought all around. They did. Boom. Yep. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rio getting the win, she is now the undisputed... Uh, women's and openweight champion, much to the chagrin of Andrew Campbell, um, <laughs> who was not happy. Um, but between that and the raffle, he had a bad day, didn't he? Yeah. Um, we'll not get into that, though. That was right funny. We don't need to stick the vote in. That was right funny, though. What, the raffle? The raffle thing was fucking brilliant. We should call that a fake number, it turned out to be his. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Did she call that a fake number? She called that a fake number, and it happened to be a number he had. Right. She called that like 512 and went just kidding, I... and it were a number he had on a ticket. All oh, right, because the bit I thought it was was when she said like 511 or something. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I've got 512 yeah. or something. And she went, oh, have you got the next one? Yeah. And then. Um, I think that's what happened. I can't. Because I thought it was the number, it was one number away from mm. his number, and he was like, oh, I've got yeah. that. And she went, why did you have 512 or something yeah. like that? That might have been. And he it. was like, yeah. And she went, ha, 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 and that, fucking laughed at him. That might have been it. She, like, proper, I think she proper brought character and started laughing at him when that yeah. happened. Um, the dynamic between those two. Why does it, Why do all the wrestlers is, at Tidal hate Andy Campbell? I don't know. Because <laughs> there's Will Cruz, um, Lana Austin. It just gives them stick, doesn't it? Yeah. That photo from that midweek one where he, he's like, Will Cruz has stood with him with title, and he's giving him finger, and as, as he's giving him finger, he's pouring water on his head. <laughs> Amazing. Um. Yeah, so Rio got the win here. Uh, in this one, she's women's champion again. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be facing Natalie Sykes at the anniversary show. I... Uh, don't believe that's officially been announced as women's title match. I can't believe it won't be, but that, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how that goes. That anniversary, I know we've just talked about it, but that anniversary show does look um, does look really good. Um, I was trying to think what we've not covered from this one. We had uh, Sugar Dunkerton and Boris Kozlov. Boris's final, well, what's turned out to be now his final title appearance. It yeah. was going to be his final Leeds appearance. He was scheduled to do the Newcastle show in December. But he's actually had his surgery date given to him, and it's like the week before. Is it? It's the twenty fifth. So the Boris, so that that was so the Boris bus for that has been cancelled. Right. Uh, so he's not able to make the appearances, unfortunately. But good for Boris that he's got his date. Good, good that he's um, hopefully going to be okay. Um, get his surgery sorted. Uh, all the best for him. Uh, hopefully we can see him down the line in some capacity, whether it's wrestling or just as a character. Because I think as a character, the Boris Kozlov character is it's it's stupid, but it's great. Um. 
but he, he he was teaming up with Sugar Duncanton here. He uh, took on uh, Will Cruz and uh, Brady Phillips. Brady was in uh, Brady was in fine form. Will Will Cruz was in fine form as well today. There's <laughs> was, was a great bit where I think it, Boris tries to pin Will and um, he gets uh, uh, so he tries to pin Brady and the, the referee John throws him out throws him out because he's not the legal man. And Will Cruz rolls to the ring and goes. I was legal, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, little stuff like that just gets 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 it's a laugh funny, out of me. It? it was it was it's good, just fun. It's good quality wrestling, but it's fun at the same time. I think Tidal's really good at that. Mm. Um, this was a fun match. The, the dynamic between Sugar and Boris was great. Um, although referring, refer, although referring, to, they were going to have a match at. Um, Match at the Newcastle show before Boris had to pull out through injury. Um, they referred to it as Rocky Four, which Sugar Duncan was not happy about. Yeah. <laughs> so you were going to say something? That was funny. No. Um, no, I was just going to say. Um... Should just add that Brady and uh, Will got the win here. Brady using the brass knucks again after uh, punching Boris in the head. Mm. Um, I was just going to say that I really, really like Tidal. It's becoming one of my favourite places to go. Yeah. It just, for whatever reason, it's always on a day where I feel shit. Like, I've done something the day before. Like, I've been to, like, a... Cause, and did we have Stevenage the day before? This time we did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had Stevenage the day before. The other one we went to a few weeks back, it was, like, on a Wednesday evening. It was the yeah, yeah, it was, back. yeah. So, like, yeah. I'd been working all day, then we'd legged it from work. Yeah. I just seem to be tired every time I go to Tidal. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to sit down. Maybe it's because that, that weekend that they're doing the, so I'd, I'd the quite anniversary. Like, I'd quite like to go to one where I feel all right. <laughs> that that one where they're doing the anniversary, it's a Friday night, and I don't think, personally, I'm going to be doing anything else that weekend. Right. Um, uh, it's, it's because it falls on a Sunday, and it's normally mm. after we've done something on Saturday. I think that's what it is. Um, yeah. Midweek, midweek, you've been up, we've been at work and stuff. Um, I'm not a massive fan. Of, I mean, don't get me wrong; the shows are good, but I'm not always a massive fan of going to wrestling midweek because for that reason, like when we did like the when Breed did the breeding ground stuff, the show was great. But I was just like, I just want to go home. Mm. I'm knackered. I want to go home and watch, I want to sit in bed and watch fucking Friends <laughs> or National Lampoon's Animal House. I've started watching Two Broke Girls. I believe it. I'll be honest; finding it quite funny. <laughs> About three quarters way through series one. Brilliant. It's hilarious. Um, Wrestling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's just my thoughts on midweek stuff. It can sometimes be a bit tricky. Um, it, sometimes you don't always get the same energy from the crowd, I think, because for that reason, I think it's very rare. It's unlikely that people have got... Um, that people have... people. It's unlikely that the majority of the crowd will have been like free all day. They will have come from work and whatnot. They'll, they'll be a little bit mentally tired. Um it's still you still get a good show what not like I said that title we went to was great mm. um but uh, it just sometimes oh, it can can lose its edge I think uh main event for the title uh, was David Graves uh originally scheduled fight Rampage Brown uh was we talked about Rampage not available took on uh two men in Luke Jacobs and Sam Bailey along with the chief um in uh, elimination rules excuse me um, this was really good went all over the Temple of Boom uh, something happened and Luke Jacobs got cut open yeah um, Dave Graves went for like a, a shoulder breaker I think yeah 
Um, and he caught his head and his knee brace. Yeah. And it basically just split his head open. Yeah. Um, I genuinely thought that like he'd been knocked out. Mm. And obviously you could see the blood because it was just yeah. pissing everywhere. I mean, the match ended pretty sharp it, after. Yeah, it, they didn't it, take any chances. Yeah, it ended pretty soon. But I thought it was a bit weird that they... they I mean, obviously Luke Jacobs was probably like, yeah, let's just finish it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he took another big bump after he'd, after he'd cut his head open. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I don't know if, I'm, I, don't know if I enjoyed that. Um, I mean, it didn't sully the, the night. But, like, you kind of left feeling a bit... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I think when social media, obviously, social media spread the word quite quickly that he was fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that sort of picked it up. But I get it kind of ended it, not on a dampener, that that makes it sound worse than it was, but it's just like a little bit... Ooh. After after today, that's just a bit... Rah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it leaves... You're leaving the event with a, a bad thing happening. And it's not good when people get injured. But we saw him the next week and he was... He was Fine, yeah, absolutely fine. fine. It was at Fight the Good Fight, as we mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, so that was title. Title's great. If you can get to Leeds, do it. Uh, they've announced the dates for next week, next year. They're doing a lot more Saturdays. Right. Uh, they're still going to do Fridays, still going to do Sundays, but they are doing a lot of Saturdays as well. Right. So that's that's going to be good. Um, it's only a 15, 20 minute, 20 minute walk from the train station. Plenty of parking nearby. Uh, cheap as well. Mm. Um, Very easy to get to. Yeah. It's in Leeds. Yeah. Mm. Um, like you said, there's a couple of big car parks, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. Not uh, not the uh, 18 quid for four hours jobby we had in Stockport. Fucking hell. <laughs> we, um, were like, we were like minutes away from paying four pounds. Yeah. And we just fucking got back a little bit too late. I had to pay £17.50. Yeah. I mean, that was a good show, but that show ran a lot longer than I thought it was good. Yeah. Because it said there was only six matches on it. Mm. But it was good. It was good. Um... Yeah, so what else did we do? Rev Pro. We did Rev Pro yesterday. Yes, we did. You were looking at me then as if to say, what the fuck are you on about? No, we did. Um, we'll not spend too long on this. We'll just talk about talk about it. It was good fun. It was Queen of the Ring. We enjoyed it. Um, Madison Miles from Canada getting the uh, the overall victory in the tournament. Uh, but good, some good matches. Uh, Jade on form again, as we mentioned earlier. Um <clears throat> decent decent match in the first uh, first round from Shax and Lana as well um, and really good semi-final I thought with Lizzie and uh, Lizzie and Lana uh, really enjoyed that uh, Lizzie Evo that is uh, Lana Austin um, yeah really uh, Jade got involved quite a lot she did that was my own that was probably I mean don't get me wrong I'm a fan of Jade but you know just fucking <laughs> calm down yeah I mean, the first one kind of made sense because there's a whole sanitarium thing yeah, with yeah, shacks yeah. and whatnot. But then she just, like, fucking just went rogue, didn't she? Well, I said that. She, she It was probably part of the book, and I don't think she was just fucking running no. mayhem. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was um, uh, it was really good. Really enjoyed really enjoyed it. Um, we'll be honest. Not quite, not as not as uh, good as last year's, but last year's was hard to top. Quite frankly, last year's was a last year's was one of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen. Last year's was excellent. Um, it's on the South Side on demand. Uh, you know, check check it out. Um, it'll be going on Rev Pro's on demand eventually as well. It's a fantastic show. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's really really good. Evening stuff. Evening show. We had um, 
number of good matches. All the matches I was looking forward to see were like the first ones. <laughs> yeah. So we had a um, bit of a reshuffle. Uh, Chris Brooks unable to attend, so we had a bit of a reshuffle. We had um, Shaw Samuels taking on uh, Sean Custom, Southside title. Uh, Sean Custom managing to retain. Good match. Uh, next match was Dan Maloney taking on Brady Phillips. Um, really good match. Really good opportunity for for Brady on uh, on Rev Pro. Hopefully, he, uh, there's a few guys like Sean Custom, uh, Brady. Um, hopefully, they'll get a, get a bit of a look in with Rev Pro. Southside will probably put a word in the rear and whatnot. <clears throat> That'd be really cool. Um, uh, Dan getting the victory with the Driller Killer. Which is the power bomb into a power driver type movie users? Um, it's a really good little bit at the start. It was like a bit of chanting uh, Dan in the tune of Star Wars. Uh, he tried to do the force grip to Brady. Uh, Brady was not entertaining that at all. No, it was not. So. It was funny though. Um, we had Robbie X in a bit of a reshuffle taking on Darius Lockhart. Mm-hmm. This was great. This was probably. Uh, on a technical standpoint, the best match of the night. I thought this was my favourite. This, match. this is yeah. I'd probably go along with that. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, Robbie getting the victory uh, with the exclamation. Um, but Darius on form, really good, really good, very underrated technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we we'll see a bit more of him in other local places. He's going back to the states in December, not too long. So hopefully we'll see him around in a couple of places we're going before then. Um, but I'm sure he'll be back. Hopefully he will be. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully see more of him. Really enjoyed it. Um, next match was first off main event. And that was... Shit, what was it? Shutter, oh no. Oh, of course it was. Kyle Fletcher? Yes, it was, absolutely. Um, this I, was don't good. It, I don't know whether it's Shutter or Shooter. I think And he... they just spelt different. Yeah. Because on his graphics, it was spelt Shooter. Yeah. But his name is spelt Shotter. Yeah. Not sure. I don't know. Yeah. This was good. Was enjoyed, good. enjoyed this. I, uh, <laughs> I booed Kyle Fletcher. Um, upset him. <laughs> that was great. That was just the reaction he got. <laughs> well, the thing is, like... No, it, to be fair, nothing happened. It was like... He, he, he slapped him in the corner. Yeah. And then went, hey, to like gear up the crowd or get a reaction from the crowd and no one did anything so I just panicked and went boo it's <laughs> do you know what I've said, I've said this a bunch of times of it last week or so it's a I, don't get me wrong we're from Sheffield we love wrestling and I think that's evidenced by the fact we do this podcast we, we talk about where we've been we go some places for it we subject ourselves to hours and hours of old fucking Wrestlemania yep um because we like we love wrestling, you know what I mean. And I'm sure there's loads of fans who go to shows in Sheffield who do, but a Sheffield wrestling crowd, and I might upset a few people saying this. Quiet, aren't they? It's a bit shit sometimes. Mm. Um, it's like not really. It's kind of hard to get into it, and it's like you get reliant on people like like the like the Ogdens and you know their 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 mates coming along and creating a bit of atmosphere, and it shouldn't be like that. It's good that they can do that, and it's great that they're up for doing that. Yeah. But it's crap that if they're not there, then the atmosphere falls a bit flat, and it's and then but then you go to like somewhere like for example, Tidal, everyone's up for it, everyone's into it and stuff yeah. like that. You go uh, that's you know Leeds. You go to Manchester and the atmosphere is always really really good at Future Shock and it's like people get up and behind it and stuff like that. And and when you go to the other places, the atmosphere is like really really good. It's not the atmosphere is bad. That makes it makes it a bit sound a bit worse than I mean it to, but it's just it just feels like like sometimes it's not as into it and it's just 
it gets me thinking sometimes. And obviously, it can't be a problem because Southside have done that venue for a long time. Um, Rev Pro said they're looking to keep doing it going forward. But it just makes me think if they're coming in because they're not. It's not a packed venue. It's not a mad. It's not a great. It's not. There's not a lot of noise. Yeah. yeah. It's is a big it, room though, isn't it? It is a big room, and maybe that doesn't help. It's fucking cold. <laughs> But I just wonder. I just it just makes me wonder sometimes if there's a, if there's if it, it does it put people off, you know, coming back to Sheffield and do these do these shows. Um, I mean, Southside have done it for a long time, so obviously it's not a problem for them. But it just sometimes feels a bit. It's very hit and miss. Yeah. With the atmosphere sometimes, and it's the same at the other shows we go to EBW and Breed and whatnot. Um, sometimes it can be a bit Breed, not so much, but uh, not as not as much certainly. But there are definitely moments where it feels a bit. Stagnant yeah. is that too strong a word? No, I know what you're saying. It's it's just a bit flat. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um But yeah, just I don't know. Maybe people just don't feel comfortable enough starting something that they're not sure if because it's like safety in numbers, isn't it? Yeah. You can join in when someone else is doing something. Yeah. And feel like, alright, well they've started I can join in. Yeah. Trying to start something if it falls flat then you feel a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Like um, me yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you prick. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were going to do it. No, I mean, and I think... then by the time you'd done it, you'd kind of stopped, and I thought, well, well I, oh, I went, I went, let's go, Romo, and nothing happened. Nobody clapped. Nobody joined in. I was like, well, fuck that then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I should have stuck with it. Should have. Yeah. Um, endeavor to be the change. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Could be. Yeah. Grandest stage, endeavour to be the change. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so Cal Fletcher got the win in this one. It was a good match. Um, We're the heroes you don't want and don't need. <laughs> We're definitely the heroes you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then we have the interval. A little bit of a break. I got myself a Shaw Samuels t shirt. Did you? Yes, I did. Um, Is he slamming the ref on it? <laughs> <laughs> he isn't, and I'm going to move on. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, went back to the. We got back into the uh, into the show. We started off with help me out. Can't remember. I'm just trying to think what was left. There was there was three matches left. It was Ricky Knight Junior and oh, Carlos yeah. Romo. Um, this was good. Uh, this was, to be fair, one of the better matches I've seen Ricky Knight Junior have. Um, I think it's a. I think it's a testament to Romo. We've seen Romo a bunch of times in breed. Uh, mainly, and he's had some great matches. Quite versatile as well, not just a high flyer, can get technical as well. Um, see more and more of him, really enjoying it. Uh, looking at Junior got the win using the, uh, I'm going to call it the Rikishi driver, because okay. that's what it was. Um, I'm sure it's got a more technical name than that. Um, but uh, yeah, picking up the win. Um, Maybe he calls it the good night. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> uh, you should send him that. No. <laughs> um, picking up the win. Um, so with him being the speaking ta- champion, I would assume this hasn't been announced that that puts him uh, in position to have a unification match with the uh, Revolution Pro British Cruiserweight champion. For those who aren't aware, that's currently El Fantasmo. Oh right, okay. So that'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I say I, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. I'm just like sort of looking at they're going to, about unifying these titles. They've got so they've got the women's title. That's quite self-explanatory. Tag team titles again. Um, speaking and cruiserweight, I would sort of marry it with mm-hmm. each other. 
Um, the Southside Championship, I would say, I would assume they're going to leave in fire with the, the British Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Which means Sean Custom, as it stands, gets a match with Hiroshi... Hiro- I'm so bad with these names. Tanahashi. Right, yeah. That's a big match for mm-hmm. Sean Custom. Um... We've got Kanji, versus, Kanji and Zoe Lucas. I mean, I'm making assumptions here. I know yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they said they're going to unify the titles. I'm, I'm assuming how it's all going to pan out. I mean, Brady's just going to keep the European title indefinitely, I think. Um, but it's it's but it's it's looking it's looking interesting. It's looking um, looking like it's something I want to keep certainly keep tabs on. See how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good stuff. Um, so we had last two matches. We had Shana versus Madison Miles. Yep. Uh, Shana, it's weird when she does this because she does. She's done this quite a bit. She comes out, everyone's clapping, everyone's cheering. She's smiling, she's waving to the fans and stuff. And then she just cuts a promo and starts swearing. And he's like, "All oh, right, so we're doing this, okay." And then you immediately worry for the other woman's safety. <laughs> um, and she fought Madison Miles, the 2019 Queen of the Ring. Um, who I was impressed with. I thought she she looked quite good. I thought she did uh, did some good uh, good work. Um, Shana getting the win in this one. Um, I think they're building towards Shana and Kanji again. Yeah, that feels like that's where they're going. I think that was the original plan before Kanji got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, no weapons involved this time. This wasn't by Shana's standards as brutal as some of the things no. we've seen her do. Uh, but it was a good match. Um, and uh, I said big win for Shana. Uh, it takes us into the main event, which was uh, Dan McGee and Curtis Chapman challenging for the Revolution Pro Wrestling British Tag Team Titles against The Legion, Great O'Khan and Rampage Brown. Whoever wrote, whoever was booking this and just went, you know what, let's stick Rampage Brown with Great O'Khan together. Sound. Well, it's a genius idea. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, Great O'Khan, you mentioned, looking a bit leaner since we last saw him. Mm. Uh, Rampage in good shape as ever. Um, not the absolute murder of Curtis Chapman we were expecting. No. Um, I think this is this is one of the problems... I, it wasn't a problem that I had with it. Um, I'll be honest. I found yesterday a little bit... Not boring, but it wasn't as exciting as I expected it to be. So I'm used to like the Southside stuff and stuff happening and things like that. Yeah. And it kind of felt like they were holding back a bit in some of the matches. Yeah. You reckon? Um, so I left a bit deflated with it. Still enjoyed it. Yeah. But I just thought, oh, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Because mm. looking at the card, I thought this was going to be excellent. And then I just left feeling a bit deflated about it, going, oh, it was all right. It was, all it was right. definitely good. Yeah. I, 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 agree to a, I agree to an extent. I definitely see your point in terms of getting a bit amped up for it. And it wasn't quite what I was hoping for. Mm. Um but I think Rev, I think what I've seen of Rev Pro, I think it's quite storyline based, isn't it? Yeah, they've definitely got their own stuff running within within the. Whereas, show. whereas Southside, although they had like rivalries and stuff, yeah. and there was stuff happening. Um, I think the thing with Southside is that they were too sporadic. Yeah, I mean they did have. Yeah, like, they had they had very stuff loose going on, stories, but it's but it very was, sporadic to like. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like. It didn't run the show. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. They just put good matches on. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, a shame because I mean, when they actually built, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but when when they built the story, it was really good. Mm. It's a shame they didn't do it more. But yeah, it, it was it was alright. It was good. I enjoyed it. But yeah. Like as I say, I just thought, yeah. But yeah, I was expecting Okan and uh, Rampage to murder people. I think 
it's it was odd because like Chapman and McGee were the faces in that match, mm. which was weird. McGee, I've never I've never really seen. He was all right, but Chapman is a face. I don't know how I feel about that. I think he definitely suits annoying bastard heel better. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I just think the <laughs> ma- I think. Earlier on in the day when he was having to go at that guy behind the table and I thought that it was just a fan kicking off at someone. Uh, yeah. That was right funny. Um, I think if it had been the other way around and Great O'Connor and Rampage were the faces and he was the heel, um, I think we would have seen a bit more death. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was, it was a solid show. I agree with your point about it was a little bit... Not anticlimactic, but a little, little bit was open it open it for a bit more. Mm. I think the first half was great. I really I, I enjoyed it. I thought Brady and Dan was good. Yeah. And um, I thought Shar and uh, Custom had a good match. And I thought I thought Darius and Robbie was was absolutely outstanding, quite honestly. I think um that was a really good match. Um but yeah, hopefully we'll see a bit more of them, hopefully. They said they're gonna try and do the same venues. They said someone asked them if they're gonna use because they've got the big New Japan relationship, are they gonna use the big New Japan guys? And I think the inclination they gave were if they're available on the dates we've run, there's no reason we won't. Mm. Um that's gonna be silly, isn't it though, seeing someone like Okada or Tanahashi in the Trafalgar warehouse. Be amazing. They'll sell some fucking tickets, I know. Oh, that, but... Definitely would, yeah. Um but they said if they've said there's no reason they won't. They're not the impression that they're giving well, we'll see what they do. The impression they're giving is they are going to keep doing these venues and they're not going to treat them any differently than the normal shows they do. How did you feel about the ring announcing? Oh, Slick Lombardo. Yeah. I like Slick. Flash bastard. <laughs> um, it was very much in and out, get in and it? do your job yeah. rather than the Maltman style of Southside yeah. where he yeah. tries to amp the crowd up and has, has a bit of banter yeah. with the referee or a bit of banter with the crowd or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've said to you yesterday. I don't know if you remember because you were a bit out of it. Um, I wasn't drunk. Yesterday. No, you weren't. You were drunk. You were tired. You were fading a bit. Oh, yeah. But I, I mentioned it, it was like I like. I said I, said, I like. I like the way Slick's doing it. I like the way it's. I, I don't really like Maltman. We, we've said before. We we do like. We love our Maltman, but um, I quite like the way he did it. Quite honestly, getting yeah, get out, getting get out, get just yeah, get the match just, on. Yeah, because to a, to be fair, as much as I have no problem with the other other styles and whatnot. That's what the ring announcer is there for. Mm-hmm. So, I I, uh, I, I quite I, I thought it was good. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was, it was solid. It was different. Like it was more of a professional sort of thing because you don't see like the ring announcers in WWE or anywhere having a chat with a crowd and stuff like no, that. So no. it was more on a professional sort of side. They do, they do a bit on house shows, do they? But on SmackDown on live TV they don't. Right. Um, Greg Hamilton's really good for that. Actually, we did NXT a couple of years ago, and he was the ring announcer, and he was like getting involved with the crowd. And he did the, um, and that's where he picked up the one fall thing. I know you're not right. a fan of it, but he picked up the one fall thing. Um, you could see he's like, I don't think it was just that show. It obviously happened at other shows they did on that tour. Um, but he's like, you could see he was like getting into it and stuff, and enjoying being there. And he actually took it back to the stage. And when they asked him to do SmackDown, he started doing it for a little bit. Right. And it was good. Like I said, I know it's not everyone's thing, but it made SmackDown feel separate from Raw. Yeah. And it was like really good. But then apparently they just shit canned it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but I, I quite like ringing answer that talks to the crowd, or because I'm a fan of like stand up comedy and stuff like that, and yeah. having a bit of audience interaction and stuff. Um, and I think that Slick Lombardo, you've got to use his, you can't just call him Slick or Lombardo, you've got to use his full name. Flash Bastard. Um, Flash Bastard Slick Lombardo. Yeah. By the way, if anyone's listening to this, I'm not using that as a as a, a derogatory thing towards him. I just think I just think he's a right, well-presented man, and I applaud him for it. Yeah. 
came out in a snazzy suit. He's a flashback. He's a flash bastard. That's yeah. Um, I think because um, I've seen him do like promo or like talk to people before. Yeah, and he's got like he's very charismatic. I think so he does it, did... it a bit more at Soul. Right. So he runs Soul. Right. Okay. Um, I think he does it a bit more at Soul. Um, he used to do. I don't know if he still does because I don't really follow him. But I did do IPW. Right. For a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it's just what they've asked him to do: get in and out some matches, get out, yeah. which is fine. There's nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing bad about it. It yeah. was just different. It's very different, isn't it? When you talk about when you talk about our local promotions, we get like. Um, we have like that loose hit breed. Obviously, it's a com- complete polar opposite in terms of style. Yeah. Uh, she's just uh, she's all about you know having fun and uh, making having a laugh and whatnot, which is which is great. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Colin at Tidal has a bit as 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 his own little bits. It's kind yeah. of half and half with Colin. He's like like being serious, but also cracking jokes. Definitely yeah. crowd interaction a lot. Yeah, I like him. I think he's really. You know, he is good. He's absolutely good. Neil Bradbury's a bit different at Future Shock. Mm-hmm. He's kind of. I mean, he does his bits where he's pro, he's pro you know, like matches and saying, oh, we've got merch and stuff, we got in photos, we've got all this happening today. But when he's doing announcing, he's very much, this is the match. Yeah. Um, I like Neil Bradbury as well. I, you know what? There's ring announcers all over the place that I think are great. Um, Simon Cassidy at ICW. I know you've not really seen ICW, but he's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, it's great. It's it's really, it's it's different. Everyone's got their own sort of style. Every company's got their own style within that. Um it's just really, yeah. It's just really. It's just good. It's to answer your original question. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Cool. Uh, have you got anything else you want to say? Um, before we wrap this thing up. <laughs> um. Well, first off, if you're still listening, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um. We were, I think the original thing we said we were going to do is talk about like what WrestleMania things we've seen up to now, but we can save that for the Christmas one. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably a better idea. Um. um no, I was just gonna say we've got we've got the uh, the live um, thing we're doing today for Breed because words matter too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will have happened by the time you're hearing this, so hopefully that'll be going on there um, on demand on the Patreon relatively soon. If you've not uh, already subscribed, check them out. They still got they are still doing the pin badges for the eight eight dollar patrons. So there's mm-hmm. a four four and the eight. Um, check them out. The entire back catalogs on there. They are going to keep making content going forward. Um, so if you're not based in Sheffield or Yorkshire, support your local promotion. We talk about Tidal, Future Shop, but if you're based in Britain, get out there and check uh, check out whatever. Uh, check out what's get get out on holiday. Check it out. Check out. Uh, but we got um, there's promotions all over the place. There's, we've talked about Tidal. We talk about the ones near us, but there's uh, Soul Down South, Attack, Ambush, uh, North, um, IPW, GPW, you know, ICW. Uh, someone put on Twitter the other day, and I thought it was quite a good. Like a good opinion, a good thing to say, um, and I didn't write it down who it was, so I can't name check him or anything. Um, and they wrote, they just put on, and they just put, uh, "Does anyone actually have a local promotion anymore?" She was like, "Cause you see the same people all over Britain." It's fair, yeah. Um, and she was like, "It's great that you have, uh, you actually have a local promotion it's yeah. from where you live, yeah, and you can go to it and stuff like that." But a lot of people travel and go watch stuff and that's fantastic that's abs- yeah absolutely um, I think um, I watched um, Joe Atherton's um, video from Starcave and he was talking about how he went to Riptide like, it was a week or a couple of weeks before and basically he's, that's obviously that's Brighton long way away and he saw dozens of people who were there mm. so it's the same faces mm. um, 
And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a very fair point. I mean, support support your local promotion. If you if you if you want to travel further afield and see something new, definitely do that. I've done that a bunch of times, and we'll be doing that in December again. I've not been to North before. I'll be uh, I'll be checking that out. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get to Seoul in December as well if I can. Um, as well as obviously our normal stuff, we're going to be still checking out Future Shock title uh, amongst others. Might even get that, might even check out an EBW. I've not been to EBW for ages. Um, criminal that we don't see them more to be honest because they are local they were they're probably a bit more more of the original local promotion for us anything else you want to say i quickly very quickly because i don't i don't have much on it but like i quickly just want to go on about um by the time we record next time we'll probably talk about it a bit more but um survivor series is coming up and mm-hmm. um i think it's the week before next time we record is it i think right uh, Survivor Series coming up anyway, and uh, the addition of NXT has got me excited about it. Um, I watched not last night's SmackDown, the week before when they did the invasion and everyone ran in kicking the shit out of everyone. Yep. I thought that was one of the best TV, WWE TV programs I've watched in years. I thought it was really, really good. Do you know what I think? Um, I'm thinking about this. I know what I think's. The problem, well, not the problem, but one of the things that doesn't help WWE. If you watch, if you go back to 2008, or you go back an, an amount of time, and you look at a product that's successful, if you watch it now, and watch it four or five years ago, it's not the same thing. Yeah. It's evolving, it's changing, it's getting better. NXT is a prime example of that. But you look at Raw and SmackDown, the talent's different, mm-hmm. but the basis of what the program is isn't. Right. Whereas you look at when WWE was successful, you go from like you go from ninety five when they were struggling, really struggling, to ninety eight, worlds apart. And it like changes and develops and it doesn't to me feel like it's changing. It feels like they're sticking with the same formula and some people like it and that's fair enough. But I can see why people don't. And I think they need. I think I just think sometimes doing freshening it up, changing it around, will do a world of good. Um, and I, I think you look at some look at some independent promotions as well. New bring new talent in, try something different, and it, it works. It get it keeps you interested. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see how AEW does over time because they're not going to keep the level of. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but I don't expect them to keep the level of TV, level of weekly TV them level of matches every week yeah. with the amount of people they've signed and they want to give people that opportunity they're going to have to mix it up they're going to have to be some matches that are less they're not going to be less lesser in terms of quality but maybe not uh, matches that draw as much yeah um so they, i mean they're not gonna, they're not going to be able to put kenny omega and and uh you know Angman page on every on on like the main events mm-hmm. every week and stuff I, mean, I don't for one second think they're gonna they're going to do that but at the same time Excuse me, um, but at the same time they can't, and that's and it's how, how they keep it going. Yeah, yeah, started well, started very well, but they've got to keep it going. I think, um, but yeah, I just think keeping it fresh is you know it's important. I think when you compare like Raw and SmackDown to NXT and look at where they were five years ago to where they are now, Raw and SmackDown really aren't any different. NXT's worlds apart from what it were, and it's and it's and it's benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sorry, a bit, uh, bit of a tangent there. Well, uh, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, I just I'm 
looking forward to Survivor Series with the NXT guys in there. Yes. Um, Favourite part of the week was Roman Reigns saying, don't get comfortable in my yard, and Tommaso Ciampa replying with, I'm going to shit in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun thing on that Twitter. Was, that was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, right. I'm ready to wrap this up. Yes, thank you for thank you for sticking with us. It's been a bit all over the place today, so apologies for that. Um, follow us at Twitter on Grandis underscore stage if you don't already. Please check out the back catalogue if you haven't already. We have some some good stuff uh, put together a bit better than this. If I'm being honest, this was just chucked together. Yeah, we didn't have any plans. We didn't write anything down. No, we just it's... sat in a studio and started talking about wrestling. Yeah, um, it would have been better had I not been wildly hungover and didn't, <laughs> didn't feel like death. Um, but yeah, we've 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 got through it, and you've got through it with us. Yeah, and we appreciate that. Vote for us on the Wrestling Podcast Awards. We'll put we'll put something out on Twitter, but definitely check out the Wrestle Hub uh, Podcast Awards. We are your best duo, hopefully. Um, um, yeah. So, thank you, thank you for your uh, for for listening. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with WrestleMania 18. We will be back with WrestleMania 18 because hopefully my internet will be working. Fucking Sky are bullshit, man. <laughs> Somewhere in my house is a WrestleMania 18 DVD. I've, I've, I've got DVD. I've got a, I've got a box set somewhere. All, the WrestleMania anthology, which goes up to 21. Right. Um, and I think I own a physical copy of of them all up to 27. Right. So I need to dig them out. Because I think I've got up to what well, I've got up to whenever the network started. That's when I stopped buying the DVDs. I think that would have been 29 or 30. Yeah. Um, I need to dig them out because this is bullshit. Quite frankly. <laughs> Um, but yeah that's an aside for another time Um, thank you for listening check out local wrestling check out independent wrestling podcasts don't listen to wrestling my mind though because it's a bit shit Neil's a prick (laughs) (laughs) he's Um, he's got he's got a bee in his bonnet about me having my own podcast oh shut up you bell end (laughs) anyway thank you for listening and we will catch you next time bye bye bye